Hello and welcome to the Connect and Rise podcast. I'm your host, Cody. And I'm your host, Reese. And we will be talking to you about all things health and wellness. Hey guys, and welcome back to episode 31 of the Connect and Rise podcast. How's it going over there? <laughs> How's it going over there? Uh, pretty good, I mean. How's it going, Shano? No, I delete it. No, <laughs> no we, we're rolling with it. We're rolling with it. How are you? Um, good. Good? Good. What's been going on? <laughs> <laughs> What's been going on? Oi, Shano, go grab me the rattle gun. <laughs> Oi, Shano, go grab me the rattle gun. <laughs> Uh, Reese oh. dies when I try to do a bloke voice. That's as deep as I can go. Hilarious. Anyway, today is episode 31, like you already said. But we just. <laughs> Someone's on the balcony. <laughs> cool, you're Someone's right. on the balcony, it's caught my eye. It's been very distracting. Um, we just thought we'd give you a big update on everything that's been happening. We haven't done a podcast together for a few weeks now. Um, we've done separate ones, but we have had a lot going on behind the scenes, which I'm sure if you follow us on Instagram, you will know exactly what we're probably going to talk about. But if not, what are we going to talk about? Rito? Um, drum roll. Microphone's gone crazy. We bought a house. (laughs) First house. Yes. First time. Yes, I don't know. I don't think we've ever... I think we've mentioned that we've been looking, but we haven't really gone into specifics. Pacifics. Pacifics on here, just because we didn't want to until it was ours. Um, But the sold stickers on it, and we're due to settle in the next couple of weeks. Two and a half weeks, I think, right? Uh, Yeah, yep, about two and a half weeks. Yeah. So it was... um, How long was settlement when we we knew we had it? Four Um, weeks? No, I think like five. Wow, it's been that long. Yeah, it's been at least three weeks. Yeah, right. So, yeah, it's exciting, exciting time. We, like Cody said, we were looking for a while. Yeah, probably close to what four months. Yeah, we're looking. We're ready to buy for like four months. Looking, yeah, pretty well ready to buy anyway, and we got like looking seriously. And then we, um, we stopped for a little period there, maybe like when. Corona. <laughs> when when coronavirus kicked off and it yeah. got really serious. We just held off for a hot second. A hot second. <laughs> <laughs> a hot moment in time. A hot moment. Um, yeah, just to sort of see what happens. We obviously were a little bit scared off and buying in that time in case, um, yeah, things got really, really bad. So we just thought we'd wait. Um, but we did keep looking online and if there were houses that we liked, then we did book for private inspections because they weren't doing open homes, which also made it quite difficult. So They're back on now though, right? I think so. They're either back on or they're about to be back on either way. Right. But anyway, we just thought we'd walk through the entire process with you guys. We'll update you. We'll tell you of our plans. I'm really excited to like make it a really, I don't know, like a really homely home, really like I've spoken about before making your home like holistic and like 
safe space or whatever. I really am excited just for when people come in, they'll always just feel really comfortable in your house. I'm very excited for that. But let's start from the start. So we started looking in around February, I think we decided. Yeah. Was it February that we decided that we would sort of start looking? Yeah. I think. Yeah. And we just went to open homes nearly every weekend. We made offers on a few properties, mm-hmm. but got outbid every other time. Yeah. Um, there was two other properties besides the one that we've actually got that we loved. But looking back in hindsight, we're definitely so happy that we got the one that we did. It's definitely the right one for us. Yeah, 100%. Everything happens for a reason. Um, but... Yeah, we just thought we'd explain the process a little bit to you guys, just so that, I mean, if anyone's out there thinking of buying their first home, we know a lot of people have said to us, like, how did you know what to do? And it is very daunting. I work in a mortgage broker, so that definitely helped a lot because I knew all about the loan process. So to me, that was just black and white. I do it every day. To you, Reese, that was probably a little bit more daunting, I reckon. Yeah, well, I didn't really, I had no idea what the process was. And yeah. you don't really, like, no one really tells you. Unless, no, no until one it, tells until you. Until it happens and then there's all this stuff that that um, has to happen. So yeah. do you want to talk about literally what, what has to happen from the moment you decide you want to go Buy for a house? house? Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I didn't know this sort of stuff. Yeah. So, well, the first thing that we obviously, it was probably late in 2019 that we both decided that we were definitely going to be saving for a house. In our own minds, I think we both had savings so that one day we'd buy a house, but we never thought it would be as soon as it was. So we just budgeted specifically to have an account for like a long-term saver and we just put money aside and built it up until we had enough for a deposit. Um, so it got to probably late last year that we put a game plan into place and decided that as of February, March, we would start actively looking, um, and try and get approved for a loan and all that type of fun stuff. Yeah. So you obviously have to like, um, so when you get to a point where, you know, you've saved to a point where, you know, you've got a deposit there, um, then you have to decide which bank you want to go with is that kind of where um, we started yeah yeah just to, yeah let's do talk, your research let's a bit for someone that is going to use should we talk for people that want to use a broker or people that want to do it themselves nah, just talk really broadly i reckon yeah. in terms of like lending you can either use a broker or you can use a bank directly either way is just as good um the only thing the difference with a broker is that you deal with one person, but you have pretty much like 30 lenders to choose from. So instead, if say you go to a bank directly, they're obviously only going to give you their products and their rates. Whereas if you go to a broker, they're obviously going to give you five or six or 10 different banks rates and you get to choose the best of the best. So yeah, which doesn't mean that you can't do it. If you don't use a broker, you just have to do a lot more shopping around. Yeah. You just have to do research a bit more. So once you have your deposit and you're ready to go out and look at, at a house, the first thing you should do is definitely talk to a lender. You want to make sure that you can afford to buy what you think you can afford to buy. Um, and you also want to make sure that there'll be no hiccups and it's really important to get a pre-approval. Yeah. So you-, you could have a 
big deposit there and yeah. you've been saving since, you know, say if you've been saving <coughs> since you started working because there's mm-hmm. people out there that are really consistent savers that slowly accumulate a bit of money. They get to a point, they're like, like I've, you, you have enough. a deposit there for a house. Yeah. But, and you might be able to comfortably afford a deposit, but you need to find out what you can service, which is based on how much, which is based on your income, right? It is. It's based on a lot of different things. It's based on your income. It's based on if you have children. It's based on if you have a partner and if your partner's income is affected, whether you're self-employed, whether you're employed. Whether you've got, when it, you know, whether you're paying off additional loans, yeah. credit cards, car personal loans, loans, personal loans, all that sort of stuff. There's a lot that goes into play. So definitely that's why I say as soon as you think you're ready to buy a house, go talk to a bank because you might not be where you think you are, even if you have the money there. Um, But we won't go into that because that's boring. So talk to a bank, get a pre-approval. Yep. Once you get pre-approved, typically how long does pre-approval last? Three months. Three months. So the banks come to you and say, yes, you've got a deposit. Yes, we're (laughs) happy to lend you this amount for a house that you want to buy. You've then got three months to find a property that you like. Yes. If you don't find a property in those three months, what happens? you renew the pre-approval. So you'll just have to send like updated documents to either the bank or the broker and you would update the pre-approval for another three months. Right. Um, So using like us, for example, we found a property in that first first three months. months. Yep. Um, So you organize an inspection, you go through it, you decide whether you want to make an offer on the property or not. The property is listed, usually listed um, it's got a lower and like an upper range. limit. It's with, usually within a range. Um, and you communicate with a real estate agent who's yep. assigned to that property mm-hmm. and you make offers directly through them. Yes. Which is pretty straightforward. Most people know that. Yeah. And they will guide you as well. But it's I just think it's helpful to know these things before diving in because it's daunting and you also don't want to get the wrong person that's going to give you the wrong advice to benefit them. You know, yeah, it's good to know how to go about it. So yeah, once you find properties that you love, you don't give too much away in the moment when you're talking to the agent. Sometimes it's really hard to because they want to know and you might really love the house, but just think about it for a little bit. Yeah. Um, decide on a price away from the agent. You can definitely ask if there's offers and you can ask for a guide, but just, yeah. Um, and then you put the offer in writing. Yes. Yeah. Which is yeah. what, um, which is what we did with a mm-hmm. couple of places. Yeah. As Cody said before, we got knocked back for, Twice. we went back and forth a few times with two other properties and got, I uh, got outbid on, you know, on both of those properties. Yeah. And then the house that we ended up buying, we made a few offers back and forth. Yeah. And then there's an offer that was accepted. Yeah. So that is when the real estate agent goes to the vendor, which is the owner of the home and says, these people have offered (laughs) this amount of money. The owner or the vendor then makes a decision and says, yep, I'm happy to accept that. Once that happens, Mm. things happen really quick. Really fast. And this is where I was very calm throughout the entire process, but this is where it got me really good. It was very overwhelming. So our story is a little bit different as well. I'll tell them about what happened with the offer. Oh yeah. So with this property, when we made our, we made two offers because there were 
I think two other people in the running. So they were trying to get the highest, obviously. So with our second offer, we got our bid and we got the call saying that we didn't get the property. And Reese was really disappointed. I obviously was as well, but I kind of was at the point where I was almost expecting it. I don't know why, just because it happened so many times. Just felt right. I it think. did. It really felt right when we when we looked at it and we were like super keen on it. And you yeah. try not to get attached to it, but yeah, but you so, do. yeah, you just get that. You get that. You know when a property's right. sort of meant to be. Yeah. Um, and then that was in an afternoon and then the following morning, so it was like 12 hours later, I got a call from the agent saying that the person who previously had been accepted has now decided not to go ahead just due to like finance or whatever it may be. Um, and we, our offer has been accepted and that is literally just went full steam ahead. So from that phone call, Oh, that's a point that we missed as well. If you haven't already engaged a solicitor slash conveyancer by this point, this is when you'd have to do it. I think it's a really good idea to engage one when you're looking because then you can send them contracts and they can double check things about the house for you um, to make sure that it's all in order and you don't pay them for that process as well Mm -hmm. at the start. So I think it's worth your while. But once our offer was accepted... We had contracts to sign. We had deposits being thrown around that had to be paid like immediately. We had just all these things all of a sudden that we had to do um, and it became quite overwhelming very fast. It did. So uh, so when that offer was accepted, we you had already engaged a solicitor or yep. conveyance through work <clears throat> and yep. you have to do that regardless. Yes. And, and we'll explain what their role is in a second, but... So once that offer is accepted, the the property is still on the market. Yeah. So what happens on like on most occasions mm-hmm. is you pay a small amount, which is usually a very small percentage of point two five the accepted offer, zero point two five two five percent. It's of, called a holding deposit. Yep. Yeah, so you put that down. Yep. The moment you, the offer is accepted by yes. the owner. The yep. property is still on the market, but by putting that deposit down, it essentially, it, the property is yours for five business days. Yeah. So you exchange, usually if you put a holding deposit on, you usually would exchange with a cooling off period, which means that you sign contracts, but you have a five day cooling off period to do pest and building inspections and to double check there's nothing wrong with the property and legally you can pull out within that stage if right. something comes up. The vendor cannot unless there's something really wrong, but the purchaser can. Yeah. So that five business days gives you an opportunity. So it keeps the property yours. Yeah. It's like people, people can't put higher bids in. No one else can make an offer on it in that in those five business days. In those five business days you've got time to talk to a conveyancer. Yeah. And let them do their thing, order a pest and building inspection. Yeah. So that's someone independent mm-hmm. that is going to the property, doing a full pest and building inspection and putting a report together yep. that you can view um, yep. to make sure that there's no major defects or mm-hmm. major repairs required on the property. Yeah, things like asbestos or termites are pest examples and then things like water leaks or something wrong with the structure of the house. Yeah, you'd find so, that in the building. And it happens really quick. So yep. we had an offer accepted on the Friday mm-hmm. morning we put a holding deposit down on the Friday. Mm-hmm. We had cooling off five business days that ran through to the following Friday. Friday. When did the pest and building? The Wednesday. Yep. So that got ordered 
pretty much straight away and he went out as soon as he could and did it on Wednesday morning. Yeah. We had a report by Wednesday lunchtime mm-hmm. that he had put together really quickly. I spoke to the builder on the Wednesday afternoon just to discuss the report and get his thoughts and make sure that there was nothing major wrong with it. Yeah. Um, and then Cody and I obviously go back and forth. We say, right, we're happy to go ahead. Yeah. Then what happens? Then if you are happy to go ahead, that's when you have to pay your full deposit. So you can pay all different deposits. Some people pay five, some people pay 10, some people pay 20, whatever it may be. That's when you pay that full deposit for the house. And that's when you have completely exchanged and the property is yours. Right. And then what else did we do in that week? So the building inspection happened on... Wednesday. The Wednesday morning. Yeah, we we also went to the conveyances conveyancer to go over the contract in that week as well. Yeah. So you go and you sign your contracts of yeah. sale. And uh, you go over everything and make sure that there's you're happy with the contract or if you want to make amendments to it, this is when you'd have to do it within the cooling off yep. stage. Um Yeah. You go you can go through the property again. We went through the property again to double check things. Yep, just to um, have a second look. Yep. You look at it differently too. You That's do. actually a really good point. Yeah. If you can go through it again, because you when you initially go it could be anything, you go and have a look and see if it's proper, you might want to make an offer on. Yeah. You look at it completely different to what you look at it when you know <clears throat> that this could potentially be your house. Yeah. You, you look, look at specifics a lot more yeah. when it's when it's yours. So in those yeah, five business days of cooling off period. Go and have a second look if you can. Yeah, which you should be allowed to for sure. So definitely just push for that to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then we exchanged. And from that point now, we're just still in the process of reaching settlement, which yeah. is a four to six week process usually. And what happens in that four to six weeks? Um, you get loan documents. Yep. You have to sign the loan documents and return them to the lender. You have to reach formal approval as well mm-hmm. so the final stage of approval from the bank they just do their last checks then you'd get loan documents you have to also get house and building home and um home and contents home insurance. and contents insurance it all you have to buy all your furniture <laughs> yeah you have to yeah think about what stuff you need to buy yeah um which has been the fun part but also stressful there's just so much money flying around. Yeah, and you save anxiety. You, you save for so long, and then you know it's gone. It's just gone. But it's all right. We've been saving for this for a long time. Yeah, and it is fun. It's super fun to go and yeah, furnish it and know that you're going to be you know paying something of of your own off. I guess, yeah. um, especially if you've been renting for so long. So yeah, it's really cool. Um, so yeah, we're about. Two and a half weeks off settlement. And if settlements when you get the keys for the house as well. Yeah. So we'll get the keys in about two and a half weeks and if all goes when well. That's also a big old debt in your bank account. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, in that time, like all the banks finalize their stuff. So, mm. um, yeah. And then that's it. That's it. In a very broad term. I'm sure there's so much more. Like we've, when is. we get in, we've got to, you've got to connect utilities and all that sort of stuff. And yeah. Furnish the place and. Yeah, whatever else. There's so much so we'll you have probably to do. have more to talk about, but that's where we're at at the moment. Yeah. Now, aside from that, we have so many plans for this house, which is so exciting. Um, yeah, we won't go into heaps of specifics. If you follow us on social media, I actually really want to do like before and afters. So I might have a highlight reel, I reckon, because I love watching people's before and afters. Um, 
we're just going to slowly touch it up. But like I said before, I'm most excited just to make it obviously look the way that we love, like our style. We both have very similar styles that we like, which has been really helpful um, and really good. So I'm excited to just make it completely ours, but I'm also really excited to just make it really nice home that when people come over, they always just feel really welcomed and really cozy and really comfortable. And I want to have a massive veggie patch out the back and I want to have like citrus trees. I don't know. I just love the idea. Well, I definitely want to have plants that I'm able to use to cook with and I don't know how cool the people come over and I'll be like, oh, like, do you want some lemons or something? Just go pick some lemons off the tree. Like, how sick is that? <laughs> I cool. cannot wait for that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, what else? Oh, I'm looking forward to doing the, like, the structural stuff. Like the actual, like when we rip tiles up and floors. And yeah, like not straight away, but we'll redo the bathroom and redo the kitchen at some stage. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to doing that. We want a deck. Yeah, putting a like a deck in an outdoor area into the backyard. <laughs> like we'll need to redo the, the shed and the carport at some point, put a fence around the place, repaint the house. Like there's obviously people that we're going to pay to fix a lot of that stuff up, but a lot of that stuff I can also do myself. Yeah, we really want to be very hands-on with this process because we know that this is probably the house that we really can be. Like yeah. I feel as if your first house when you're young and it's just – the two of you that that's all you're responsible for it's a perfect time to do it whereas when you're older and you have a house and you have a family you're going to have just too much going on yeah you're probably not going to want to do it all yourself so i'm very excited to be very hands-on me too and just can't wait yeah and i'll wait be, to have a backyard yeah and it'll be really exciting too if you do get hands-on because then when it's complete you'll be so proud of it that's yeah. what i'm really excited for like yeah. i said to reese when we like build our deck or whatever, if we're really hands-on and doing a lot of the work, once it's done, we're going to really love spending the time out there even more because we're going to be like, wow, we, we, like, did, this. we did this. 100%. This is ours. Yeah. <sighs> it's just so exciting. Yeah, it is. It is it's super, super exciting. There's so much in it and it's like a bit of a, bit of a whirlwind. It is, yeah. It um, doesn't feel real. It probably won't feel real until we've been in there for a couple of months, I don't reckon. Yeah. But no, it'll be it'll be awesome. So it the house that we ended up getting is is not nowhere near as close to well, it's not far away. No, like it's in not the big scheme away. of things, but it's not, we're not in the, in same, the area. same area. No. Yeah. And we're not as close to like you know, the river or the beach and that sort of thing. Mm. Um so yeah, it'll it'll change like what we do on weekends. Um, like at the moment we it's really easy for us to just jump on a tram or get an Uber, like, yeah. and we're in town in the CBD, we can go for dinner, walk to, you know, walk for a drink here and there yeah. and then get home like really quickly. So that will, that will change. So it'll just be change interesting. Change of to, lifestyle for Yeah. Us. It'll be interesting to see like how our lifestyle changes, especially on weekends. Like I think we're definitely ready for it though. And we're looking forward to it. Like we want to have more people around yeah. to and the house. And to be fair, I think, well COVID or whatever we're being locked inside we're so used to it now anyway because we are at the we're currently living in this CBD of where we live so every single weekend we usually go out we have drinks and we have dinner and we are very not I wouldn't call it city life because it's not like Sydney or Melbourne or whatever but for Newcastle it's the city life and we are very much in that 
lifestyle living in here. Yeah. Um, but because we haven't been able to do that, we have been having like we cook all of our dinners we spend all of our time in our little unit that we currently live in now that we can have friends over we'll have like one or two friends over and we'll cook them a big dinner and have just some wine and yeah it's been a really nice transition i think for us because when we are at the house like reese said we're going to really want to be spending all of our time there um and we're going to want to host dinners or have friends over and be in that space more yeah than going out all the time so it will definitely be a transition in lifestyle but we're both quite excited for it yeah definitely um yeah and i I agree with what you said like i think it's a good transition between what we were currently doing you know like three four months ago Mm. and then being forced to spend a lot more time at home and like you know we cook a lot as it is but we'd usually go out on the weekends like even now we've been cooking on the weekends and having like with the restrictions lifting a little bit we've had some people over um so yeah it'd be good to do more of that and like you said before like if we do things to the house and make it exactly what we want and do as much of it ourselves as we can then we'll Mm. like appreciate this space a lot more yeah and that's the thing as well we'll be spending more time at home because we'll be actually on weekends is when we're going to have the time to be doing stuff so i'd say for the next year or whatever we would be at home a lot more on the weekends yeah it's gonna be fun yeah can't wait anything else you want to talk about no i think that covers it all yeah it's pretty good yeah so we just wanted to sort of give you an idea of like we said, what the process was, what we're excited for. That way, I'm sure ongoing, we're going to have so many things that we're talking about with you guys. I definitely on social media want to have like before and afters, but I also want to try and have like health and wellness aspects of the house. Like even if it is the veggie garden or whatever, and I want to share that with you guys. So it'd be like a little holistic, beautiful home. It'll be good. I can't can't wait. I know. It'll be nice. Yes. So we'll keep you guys in the loop. But we'll see you next week for episode 31. Maybe a little bit sooner. I'm going to record a podcast on Thursday night. So we might oh. release it a little bit early. Okay. But there's a really good one coming. Woo-hoo. All right. Cool. Have, a, have a good week, guys. And we'll see you next week. Yes. Bye.